Okay, we're live, supposedly. <laughs> I'm not seeing it over here, though. Um, hi. So is it live some places, but other places not? We're only doing it on Rumble, so... Oh, good. Yeah. I'm going to Rumble. Um, but we're not sure if we're on yet, are we? No, we're not. We've never done just Rumble, have we? Or no, have we? we haven't. So we're not sure uh... about it. So, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. You tell me when you think we're there. Meanwhile, we just... are. We're there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I just am always shocked when, when I can works. get. Well, it's, it is like the blind leading the blind over here. Because no you don't know anything about this. No, and, I know less. And I. You did it again. I barely know how to do it. Anyway. Hey, I haven't seen you all day. <laughs> no, we literally just, just ran in two minutes both ago. Ran and sat down. You uh, look handsome. Well, thank you. I need to. I was looking over there. Look who's the beauty queen beside me. You know, all that kind of I stuff. Put a little makeup on, you know. You look that good anyway. <sighs> well, it's, it's not makeup when you use it, it's enhance. Thank you. Okay. Have you had a good day? Yeah. Yeah. I saw you put a little post on Facebook this morning. Yeah. Have you uh, had a chance to like see what kind of things? Well, tell people what you said in case they missed missed the post. You might have to look at it. It's really short. Okay, let's see. Go up top there, right? Um of course this was we don't we're first. not using Facebook a whole lot these days, so I'm just gonna tell you guys, please, 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 begging. I don't usually beg. She would doesn't. you please subscribe to our rumble channel? And would you please hit the thumbs up, the like button? The, both of those things help us a lot and help us to corral the people that we know want to hear from us. Um, we are not using YouTube basically anymore. We've got videos yeah. on there, but we've gotten all these strikes, so they won't let us do anything new on there. Um, and soon we're going to be moving everything over to our Restore 7 TV platform. It'll be its own everything. But until then, all we have basically is Rumble. Um, and I decided not to go on Facebook because I'm trying to get y'all to move over to Rumble. So please do well, that. Not only that, we're in we're in the danger zone with them because they're in with they're, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, we want to be able to freely talk, which we can do on Rumble. And if we freely talk on Facebook. We could be, there's all kinds of people yeah. and friends being deplatformed, knocked out. So, yeah, we know we have, whatever, 97,000 or so followers there. And what do we have? 32,000 that have signed up for Rumble. So that's but why you're, you're begging. But the views are lower than they should be because you're following for a reason, either Facebook or that, but you're, you're, the views are low. So it helps us be more accessible to you if you subscribe and if you like it. So don't just subscribe. Also, please like it. And I mean, amazing. if you like it, if you don't like it, yeah, no. no problem. We're not really in there fishing for likes and views no. and things, but we are trying to uh, be able to communicate the kingdom things the Lord has us communicate. So right. we work around what the enemy is trying to do and deep state bombing up and everything else like that. And it's yeah. fun. We're getting around it all. And... um I also wanted to mention why we are live today because we didn't get in the studio earlier this week because we had our board meetings all week um, with our 
they're like family to us. Our, our board are, they're also very, very wise people that um, have, have a lot of influence in the kingdom. And so if you're watching, we love y'all. We miss you already. We had a great time together. We did not get bored Thank with you. Thank you for coming. It's true. That's because of their board meeting. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I follow. I right, got so that. Okay, the, are... the Facebook post that he put up this morning. Wow, these are exciting days. Kind of like the great and dreadful day of the Lord, but not that day. Rather, it is Kingdom Showtime. The director of this global screening is about to show off in an immense way. My confidence is sky high on heaven's coming role. All you who see from above, speak here as well in the comment section. So um, we love to hear from you guys what the Lord's speaking to y'all and showing you. In fact, we ran into someone yeah, this week. We're going to tell, tell about Can we tell now? Yeah, go ahead and tell because that's that's the idea. We wanted to hear, yeah. and and I was just looking over, uh, you know, twenty or thirty of of the the responses, encouraging things that of what people were seeing and hearing. But yeah, so we we went to a little place we like to eat here, and. I was parking the car, and when I came back, you're in conversation with this lady. So tell us about yes, that. Yes, I will tell you her first name is Susan. So Susan, thank Hi, you. Susan. It was so nice to meet you. And we totally stole what the Lord spoke to you. So the the title of this episode of Up for Discussion is God's Epic Drama. Um, I love oh, yeah. how Kat Kerr <clears throat> says that the Holy Spirit is nickname is Drama King. <laughs> Yeah, and this is this is a drama we are we are all walking through. I think in the years to come we'll look back and realize just what a drama this has been. But um, so back to Susan, ran into her and she stopped me where we were about to have um, food, and she said she introduced herself and um, said, you know, the Lord spoke to me something so powerful the night that um, President Trump was first elected. No, not that night. The night that he lost the election. The night it was stolen. <laughs> and she said she was just so overwhelmed with how um, disappointing that was and went outside around 2 a.m. just seeing the results and seeing that, you know, it was obvious to her from something she put together that there was fraud going on. And she stepped outside and said, Lord, what is going on? I love that. Up. Did you say she likes to look to heaven? Yeah. Uh, I love I, that. I came back about then. It said so it said so much about her, even though that was the first time I remember meeting her. It said so much about her because she stopped to inquire of the Lord when she was not understanding what was going on. And so she asked the Lord, What what is going on? And she heard him say, Step back. So she literally took one step back. And when she did, in front of her, she saw um, a movie film like real. And, and she heard the Lord say, um, I no, let's see. It was, this is an epic. No, you're watching. I'm going to get this right. You're watching an epic drama and I am the director. And boy, when she said that, it just so resonated with me. And then Johnny walked in. I was like, you have to hear what she just said, because it's just there's some things that you guys get from the Lord that really um, help encourage us. And, you know, this is how the body of Christ is supposed to work. So we've just been processing that since we ran into her about just the fact that this is an epic drama and in dramas, 
there are some highs and there are some lows and there is a lot of mystery and a lot of seeming contradiction in the midst. And then there's the grand wrap up, you know, and we're not there yet, but we know it's coming. No. And of course, we've been talking and I've especially me said multiple times, there's a show, enjoy, you know, there's an enjoy the show thing yeah. going on, but it was good. That was like an open vision. And she talked about, she's just been getting continual kind of open visions from the Lord about the processes and things she will find out from him that get confirmed later. But, you know, that's part of even when you're watching a movie, you're hoping like, I hope this is a good movie. And you hope there's the director, you can tell when a good storyline's in place and you kind of feel sometimes like, Man, that director didn't know how to close out that movie. Like they had more to work with. It's, yeah, right. And, but can you it imagine? It can make or break a movie, right? But this is the deal. You can. But mm -hmm. can you imagine God as director? Yeah. And he's like the best storyteller ever. You know, he's the, he, he has David and Goliath. That's one of his stories. And Jesus in the cross, but he everything is storytelling. That's how Jesus, we know that's how he yeah. thinks and operates because when Jesus came, it said that's the way he communicated. It was through parables and stories. Yeah. And it said, you know, apart from stories, he he wasn't he wasn't communicating anywhere else. So he is telling a story, mm -hmm. and we feel like we've been at risk, like you said, that's why it's been a drama. Mm -hmm. It's been this, it's something we're not just, it's this what do we say? It's happening in two ways. We're watching it, but we're a part of it. Right. And so there's been scariness. There's been loss. It's been a real thing. It's a shift and change of the ages. But that idea of God as director. Mm -hmm. And so he is, that was two weeks ago. I did share on my Elijah streams that, the, that we were in the season of him making an open show. It speaks, I forget what the scriptures exactly. And he made it an open show That's right. when he died on the cross. Then he went, you know, got the, the enemy. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's making an open show of the enemy. So I believe the justice um, remnants yet to be mm -hmm. shown. You know, we, we, we've had maybe justice remnants to start with, but we're going to get into the highlights of a justice story. But it's going to be more than that. It's going to be justice and his glory um, showing up in unique ways. But it, it did. Upon hearing that, Susan, it did. I was like, it, it just... I was already in a good mood, but that just sparked me up. Was, yeah, it's exactly mm -hmm. what it is. He's director here, yeah. and we're excited about that. So, you know, I um, we have a grandson that is coming in February, and one of the things that my daughter has asked me to do is to prepare because I get to be with her when she's in labor and delivery. Uh, she's doing a home birth. Um, she wanted me to watch some different videos and take this course and just be ready to be uh, part of her team, her support team. And so Johnny walks in on me today earlier and I, I was crying. I was sitting in my rock crying. Like, What's going on? Is this a good cry? Cause I, it, you know, probably 80% of the time she's crying. It's a good cry. So I just, I had to confirm, is this a good cry? Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of very mixed, but I was watching, I had just watched one of the birth stories that she wanted me to watch of, of someone that had vlogged it and, um, and had done a home birth. All of that to say, actually, I watched two today and one of them was so fast. It was like, it was so fast. This, she was literally shocked when, when the baby arrived, she caught the baby herself oh. and, um, but it was so intense you know, it was like super intense. And then the other one I watched was kind of the opposite. 
she um, went into labor and, you know, it literally took her like two and a half days of labor, labor, labor. And then finally, finally the delivery and they ended up with the same thing, a, a healthy baby. Um, and the bot, their body still had to work as hard, but, but I noticed that the, the fatigue, um, was harder on the woman that had the longer labor and delivery. Right. For sure. And, and that's, where I think a lot of us find ourselves right now. I, I've said this for a while now that I believe that we are birthing justice in the earth right now, collectively, like never before all of us, you know, everybody goes through different cycles and seasons. So we can relate to that in our individual lives and stories. Maybe you've seen that in a community, but for, you know, every nation in the world to be together going through this, whatever we end up calling it, but this, this, um, the great, the great awakening, the awakening yeah. and the right reset and all of these things. Um, we're birthing justice. We're birthing something that is taking a very long time. And it was really interesting because, um, this mom was brilliant. That was taking the longer birth. She, this was her fourth, I think third or fourth child. And so she went with it and about halfway through all of that, she, um, her, her contractions just like lessened and lessened and then stopped and she didn't freak out. They didn't overreact. She went to sleep and she rested and she had the best night's sleep. And then she woke up the next morning and went right back into labor and had the baby soon after that, which I thought. That's amazing. I've, I've never even heard of a birthing story like that. So um, my point with that right. is that, you know, I believe that there are reprieves and she, if she had been maybe a first time mom could have overreacted in that moment and thought, okay, well then I'm not in labor anymore. I'm just, you know, I'll just go on with life. And no, she knew she was still in labor, but she trusted the process. And I think that there's been so many delays, what have felt like delays for, for many of us that you, you could be tempted to believe it's a false labor or you're not actually going to have a baby. You're not going to birth justice in the earth. Justice is being birthed. Justice is being birthed. That's, that's good picture there. And it for sure is. And we have, sometimes we have to be reminded of all the things that have already taken place and, you know, we'll just do quick hitters. Roe v. Wade was overturned. That would have been considered enough a highlight of 30 years, 50 years since it's really since it's been. And that was just one thing that has happened. We have the removal of all kinds of characters, exposure, whether it's Epstein, Elaine Maxwell, uh, all kinds of people being fired from companies and um, media outlets and things. And then you have Elon Musk now taking over um, Twitter. And yesterday, right away, he fired the person that made that knocked off President Trump from his Twitter. And then really, I think just everybody at the top is being um, uh, fired, removed. And there's endless lines of stories in all kinds of directions that tell you sort of like, uh, is it like in a 
you know, probably, isn't it every single birth that there's a water breaks first? Yes. So that, so you know, even before you see the baby that something's happened. So there's like, there's the water's broke. There's contraction pains. We know a baby is being birthed. So there's no matter how long it's delayed, whether it's like that lady yeah. who's two and a half days and it seems like, is it actually happening? Yeah, it is. Too many other signs of uh, improbability, impossibilities have already happened. So we know it is happening. And um, and then back to our God is director mm -hmm. of this thing. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, I wanted to let you know that if you want to comment or ask a question, you can do that on the Rumble app. Um, now, if you use the link that we sent out, then it probably just took you to... Um, the website, the Rumble website versus the app. So maybe this time you don't watch on the app, but maybe after this, you could download the app and um, just have it available for next time when you watch and you want to comment. Um, the comments are, if you're on the app, you look down um, underneath the today's date and you'll see three little um places you can toggle between. One says up next, one says description, and one says comment. So for example, if you want to see where the links are, sometimes people are like, I don't see the links that you mentioned. They're under the description. They will always be there if we have any links that we've mentioned. And then comments, you can read what other people have commented. And then at the very bottom, you can actually add a comment um, or a question. So one of the things that I wanted to um, bring, I have two things I wanted to bring up. Okay. So what do I what do I want to do first? Uh, let's do this one first. So I was talking to someone today who brought up the fact that she was reading on, I'm trying to figure out what, what part of this to say or not say. say. <laughs> she was reading comments under um, one of the patriots. Okay. So somebody who is definitely a spirit-filled believer but who usually does a whole lot of commentary on kind of what's happening behind the scenes in, in our nation specifically. And this person also does a lot of praying for other people. And, and somebody commented on there, um, you know, thanks, that helped me so much. And I experienced healing in my body. And this is very similar to like Rishi or whatever, um, something very new agey. And and so this person was saying to me, like, this is concerning that um, there's so much mixture right now. And so I, I wanted you to just like speak into that. And I know we were talking with someone else about it the other night about um, you kind of know the direction I'm going. I think so. Yeah. So so like there's the counterfeit of the good of everything. Yeah. But but also like it's OK that things um, sometimes look gray. Like there are people that are connecting more right now with the Christian community because they're drawn to the conversation oh. we're having around what's happening in the nation. And it doesn't necessarily mean like, for example, on Elijah streams, not everyone who speaks on Elijah streams may or may not have, you know, a relationship with Jesus. They, they may or may not. I'm just saying that, that that's sometimes it's more important to hear um, things that are relevant that are happening in the nation. And it doesn't mean we can't listen to people speak the truth who may not quite be 
as far along in their relationship with God as you or I are. Um, can you speak into that a little bit? Well, yeah. And, and Elizabeth's not saying that we know, because I don't, she doesn't even listen to them all. No. And everybody, I think, claims some level of relationship. She's trying to use that as an example. Right. But kind of the old wineskin, the old paradigm for thinking is like, yes, we have to, we only advance Jesus Christ and the message of salvation or whatever. But we found some, another rallying point. I just got off um, a long phone call and I can't tell you hardly anything about it. And, but except, you know, there's a place for um, collaboration for a Muslim leader and a Christian leader, not for ecumenism, not to confuse things, but it's over freedom. It's over freedom and quality of life. And so, you know, freedom and quality of life are both kingdom values. And so sometimes we have, we'll say the kingdom partners in that sense. And it's not, um, yeah, it doesn't answer the question of uh, how, is salvation through, because we will confirm if you've never sp heard us speak before, salvation is only through Jesus Christ. He paid the price with his blood. There is no other name by which we can be saved. But there are other even, um, you know, perspectives who represent right now the same hunger for freedom, for quality of life, for kind of what we'd say is just general goodness. People who are for kingdom things and who have not yet made the connection to the king. That's right. And, and so can we collaborate with them? Can we have conversations that are meaningful with them? We can. We don't confuse the matter of salvation over it. But if, if you're used to just being upset, it's like, I'm not sure that person's even filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, or maybe you know. they kind of talk new agey with when they talk about spiritual things. Well, and speaking of Elijah streams, yeah, you know, we, Steve and I, Steve Schultz had that conversation about, you know, um, what we would do. I think there was a couple of patriots on and, and there were people like, well, they're not even clearly believers. And it's like, well, OK, let's call them. Let's call them patriots and prophets, prophets and patriots, because the patriots are doing um, a, a really just a, a good job of giving the alternative perspective. We've been saying there's fake news, false news, distortion. It's been compromised um, and, and coordinated in a an intentional way to uh, to program society, to brainwash society. And so if we don't give you an option of what could be really going on, whether they're 100% right or not, and there's different ones that are, again, this is not really a defense system for Elijah streams, but mm -hmm. there is um, what we all have in common, patriots and prophets, where we have total agreement is we, we cannot be under Luciferian leadership and Luciferian bloodletting, blood sacrificing, uh, human sacrificing, cannibalism, sex trafficking, that stuff, we become one against that. And we become one for those who want to stand in the same, on the same side with us against that. Mm -hmm. And, and so there's nothing wrong with that. We don't need, we don't need to check off. Well, do they believe that if you've got to be baptized in water or do they believe you're getting sprinkled on? Those are not the priorities and they're definitely not the priorities right now. We find ourselves in a struggle of the ages and we're looking for we'll say enough goodness where there's an idea that we cannot have you know that's a line in the sand we cannot be a part of uh, molech worshiping 
um, abortion on demand, accepting, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get the, get the idea. So just be okay with the process, the patience. This is not a time where we're purifying all final doctrines. This is a time where we're making, um, uh, you know, a stand for basic freedom. And we understand, and we brought that off, brought, brought that up before, that that's a, a foundational um, kingdom concept and value that we see that our God, even from the Garden of Eden, it was important that there be freedom, even freedom to not eat of the tree of the, you know, the good tree and actually go off on the wrong tree. <clears throat> so we're okay with freedom. We're okay interacting and, and connecting at some level with people. Absolutely. Not it's, This is not building the church doing that. We understand that's a different activity, mm -hmm. but they really can be involved in a kingdom construction with us yep, at some absolutely. level to the degree we're doing it. Yeah. And I think you said it when we first started talking about this so clearly, it's like, um, there are people that are in process and they're open to kingdom collaboration. They may not call it kingdom. They might call it values, conservatism, whatever, um, freedom. And they just don't, they haven't connected it with the king yet. And if we get so eager to make sure it's, it's almost like an overflow of our lack of understanding the patience of God. And boy, if we're learning anything right now, we're learning the patience of God. Um, and he, he's okay with process. I mean, think about us, think about yourself. How, how long did it take you? And when you look back, do you realize that God was there way before you recognized your need for a savior, Jesus? And he was patient with your process until you finally got to that point. And so, you know, I also think about the scripture and the story where the disciples came to Jesus and said, there's this guy that's casting out demons in your name. Like this guy had figured out a kingdom principle that worked, but he wasn't like with them. And Jesus said, um, how did he say it? Well, essentially he said, if they're not against us, they're for us. And so his disciples were like, yeah, who, who released him? Who gave him authority basically to do good kingdom stuff? And he's like, if he's doing our stuff, don't worry about that uh, at this stage of things, yeah. you know? And so that's. I spoke into that a little bit in my Choose Love episode, not this last week, but the week before. I think it was episode four, maybe. Um, nice little plug for Choose Love. And actually, I heard tremendous things about your last one. Isn't that where you ministered to people? Yes. Uh, it just went into ministry encounter. time. And so I heard amazing things. So if you just want to encounter the presence, um, I, I saw but, just a couple minutes of it. I need to see more of it myself, but I, myself, but I could feel the presence of God on it. So thank you. Yeah, those were um, those are in our Rumble account. So you can just scroll back and see those those videos. But my my episode where I just talked a little bit about what we're talking about now and just the remembering this about God, like everything in scripture, even the stuff that we don't understand tells us something about God. And the parable about the wheat and the tares growing together. And he says, I'm not going to pull up the tares and remove them. Uh, they're going to grow together because it will, it will, it will damage the wheat, those that have, you know, relationship with God for all of eternity through Jesus. It will damage them if I pull up the tares. And that has just fascinated me to think about how um, 
God has a reason for doing that. And it's, he's thrifty. So he's, he's usually accomplishing a lot of things. It's probably because it's what gives the people the longest amount of time to, you know, make a choice for him. But it also allows us to learn how to be patient like he is with, with, people's process and do life around people and have conversations that are meaningful and important and even impact the world around us with people that are still very much in process. You don't ever stop being in process, but I mean like process of salvation. Well, no, that's good. And actually, you know, when I was, I was born and raised in Peru, South America, lived most of my first 18 years there. And for my teenage years there, we were on a community farm and I did a lot of farming and that's, I have a place of, memory of how when the plants are too small and you pull the weeds up the the root system of uh, uh of, of the of the um the weeds if you pull it up they're, you, they're in danger of there was a time where it was like no we cannot weed that there's like some weeds growing you cannot weed that right now if you pull them up you'll actually pull out the good plants by the roots as well and so there's there's, there's that, that God is looking at. So that applies obviously to us in the way we've just been talking about, like there's conversations happening in the, what I would call the Patriot community and the Christian community that are overlapping. And therefore we're finding ourselves intentionally speaking together on different platforms. Um, but it also applies to the bigger picture of how the kingdom is advancing in the earth right now in ways that we know, but we can't quite see as much as we're going to be seeing this big reveal that we're talking about the birthing of justice that we're talking about. And, and they're part of the reason I think why things take so long is that, that there is some evil that has been sown into the earth that if God had dealt with it the way he's about to, it would have damaged some things that are important that are growing that are healthy and are right. And, you know, it's hard to see those right now too, but I believe they're there. There has to be. The, the kingdom of God is only advancing in, and in every way that it, that the kingdom advances. So um, I know we got a, a question here. So I was going to ask this okay. question. Um, Carissa Joy, thank you for asking this question. Um, do you think that people who have been waiting long for rescue and justice in personal prisons of pain and loss will also receive freedom at the same time that our nation begins to experience such things? Well, I think there's going to be a lot of that. I don't know if it's going to be a 100% at the exact same time across the board, all mm -hmm. of that. But there's clearly a personal connection to what is taking place at the macro at, you know, there are certain financial breakthroughs at a personal level that some of you have been waiting on that are waiting on the macro breakthrough, mm -hmm. the display, you know, being unplugged from the previous economic system mm -hmm. and plugged into the new that's, that's coming. There are certain, you know, there's a lot of relationships that have been broken and in family and friends there's people that no, it's all a lie. Trump didn't really uh, lose the election. They just they have believed 100 percent of the propaganda that's come out. If you do any level of looking at all, you can tell the fraud is the most obvious thing imaginable. 
and then if we get to talking about the COVID and the vaccination and the agenda that was behind that and how it was pumped. And yeah, there's an aspect of it was real, but more real, like a bioweapon type thing and, and the vaccine infinitely more dangerous and harmful than, than the other. And so we think of all these things, we can think in very, uh, you know, specific intentional ways that there, these things have separated us and hurt us and harmed us. Our health has been harmed. We understand that there's going to be a whole release of um, health cures and, and things that have been held back, held back. Yeah. And that shouldn't be hard to understand. I'm sure certain just about every one of you has heard about, you know, there's been multiple cancel cancer uh, cures that have been, uh, you know, canceled. And, and so, and where, where you come and you bring life, if you have something that's designed to bring life to people and you're up against a system that you didn't know is run by depopulation mm-hmm. uh, um, Luciferians, then they're going to go after you and they're going to buy out your thing or, or, or take your physical life out. And so we have many, many of those stories and testimonies. Mm-hmm. So just the practical connections we can make, we understand uh, to answer uh, Chris's uh, question that this for sure, there is going to be a connection and effect. But I do believe there's a whole spirit realm um, dynamic where we're, you know, we could we can feel the war mm-hmm. right now and we're going to feel the victory. Yeah. We don't feel the victory yet. Yeah. We in the spirit we do, but we feel the war. It's it's being battled. We already, you know, prophetically, you see the future We've been told we can tell the direction it's going, but it's war. There hasn't been that shift and change where it's presence and glory, mm-hmm. unless you connect in unique ways. Not, not that nobody's connecting the presence and glory. So it is going to be a wholesale um, change of dynamic and life as well. I, I totally believe that. And yeah. I think the analogy of the storm is is a good one because you know when a storm hits, you're you're going through it. And then there's the aftermath. And there's the relief that you made it through the storm, but then the hard work begins. But I feel like we've been so prepared for the hard work. Um, God has awakened in so many of his sons and daughters a desire to partner with him in bringing uh, change to culture around us and serving and, um, you know, offering solutions where there's been just just brokenness. And so I, I think it's we need to be cautious not to just think, okay, all of a sudden we're going to wake up one day and everything's going to be roses, right? No, we've all lived long enough to know that's not the case. But um, we also don't want to go back to what normal was before. We want a new normal. And I think the new normal is going to be, um, you know, advancing his kingdom without the resistance that we're feeling right now. And that slowly like that frog boiling to death, we were experiencing all the years leading up to this. Now it's just in our face more, but it's been there all along. And I think we're going to feel a relief that we've never felt in our lifetimes, but we're also going to step into um, a kingdom era of, of all hands on deck. Let's, you know, we, it's not that all evil is going to be at all stamped out. 
it's it's just pushed back in a way that we can actually partner with God and each other and and uh, well, others who want want yeah. to see things changed. No, that's good. And but I do think in that that we are going to go very soon through a season of celebration. And that's, mm-hmm. that's going to be good. You know, just children of Israel, when they were delivered from Egypt, there's Miriam and the tambourine players leading and they were dancing and singing and yeah. it was, there was rejoicing. Then they had their next, yeah, move forward dynamics they had to do. Mm-hmm. And, but I do think the Lord's going to give us, and that's what we're longing for and looking forward to. And, and many have seen that prophetically. I have just a time of joy where it changes, you know, there's the victory from a war scenario that we've been under a long time. And, and then there's, um, you know, presence hopefully can remain all, all along. But as Elizabeth says, there is, we're not done. We're not done possessing our land, you know, occupy till I return. The Lord says, so um, that means occupies the military terminologies. Like we got to learn how to occupy the land. Like the children of Israel, they were told every, place the sole of your feet walk that's what i'm giving you and so he's teaching us part of our message that we're continually giving is it's not about just having some good church meetings yeah we've got to be able to show up in every area of society and monday through friday occupy carry his joy carry the celebration and then you know if the the celebratory aspect of it leaves after a while it doesn't mean that we can't have other uh, tastes of glory on us in particular, I think we're going to have just a lot of those outbreaks all over the place that I believe that are like the birth of a baby, (laughs) you know, there's great joy and relief and celebration and, and you're aware that the the work is also beginning, but it's, it's a relief from the labor, (laughs) labor to enter into rest. Um, So can I bring up the second thing? Yeah, bring the second thing. All right. The second thing is connected. And it has to do with um, when you're in the waiting. And I'm just going to continue to use the same analogy with birthing since I just watched these birthing videos. I'm going to be such a good support for, for my justice who's giving birth. Um, but they, it's like every time a contraction comes and the pain gets more intense and more on top of each other until the baby finally is delivered in those moments of the most intense pain, it's like this, these women go into, and I can't believe I did this four times, but you go into this um, zone, kind of this bubble where you are, you're just in another realm and just, just to get through it. And the Lord was speaking to me earlier today about just like, it, usually you you say it in a derogatory way. Well, like that person just lives in a bubble, you know, they just live in a bubble. It's like they're, they're in la la land. They're not in touch with reality. And I felt like the Lord said it in a real positive way to me. He was like, you know, you can live in a bubble. Yeah. And so I started just listening to his heart around that. And, and he started talking to me about the thing with the kingdom is that there, there is no time you can actually live from the kingdom. You can live from heaven before heaven fully comes to earth. You can live in a bubble of heaven. And we weren't meant to live in a bubble in terms of it's just about us, but but where we are so 
insulated in what we know to be true about him, about heaven, about his heart for our, for us and for those around us, that we carry that as an extension of ourselves everywhere we go, mm-hmm. starting with ourselves. Yeah. And so I just felt to remind us that, um, you know, there is, there is peace, there is joy, there is provision, there's everything that we need already in the kingdom realm around us. And we can step into that. If you're in a hospital room right now, you can bring that dimension to yourself and to your situation before you're healed, before you see the breakthrough. You may be in a lonely place or you may be in a place of just strife in your home. Whatever it looks like around you, you can actually become uh, an extension of heaven that yeah. that first of all affects your own heart and gives yeah. you the peace that you need, the strength that you need. And sometimes it's as simple as just deciding it yeah. and just deciding this is what I want around me. I love, I'm an analogy person. So I do that in my own home. Like I, when we moved into the, the townhouse that we live in now, we, I just decided to like, have a very minimalist style. It just, it, it has helped me have like this environment of peace around me. So I don't have a lot of colors or a lot of, you know, just just super simple. And in this, in this um, environment visually that I've created around us, it's really helped me to, to streamline the rest of the areas of my life. Um, I may not always keep it that way, but that's how it's been for, for now, for this season. And I think in the same way, we can decide what to bring in and take out of the environment around us spiritually and emotionally and mentally. And sometimes you have to do some things like decide, I'm not going to watch this kind of show right now, or I'm going to spend time doing this every day. Um, and it, it creates an environment for us first that we, we then function out of and it spills over to the people around us so that we have, we, we're not waiting for this birthing of justice. We're already so walking in the kingdom ourselves that wherever we go and whoever we're around, that kingdom spills over to them. And the temptation with something huge like this is to just kind of be on hold, you know, yeah. and and not not advance in things personally and not advance in the ways that you personally can bring change to the environment right around you. No, that's really good. I mean, that's just was revealed to us through the example of Jesus himself. You know, was repent. The kingdom of God is here and repent, change the way you think. And then he just showed he he brought the kingdom everywhere he went. He wasn't in heaven, but he brought heaven with him. And so we have, um, as he is, so are we in this world is what we understand. And so we can, uh, you know, maybe lack all the uh, the spiritual dynamics, the full Godhead that Jesus had. So you know, we may not walk in a 100% victory all the time, but we can do 
um, there's nothing really stopping us from doing the 100%. And it's like, like you said, there is a choice you make. You say, you know, I am from heaven. I, he said, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he knows that there are adverse winds we're facing, there are storms we're facing, but he said, mm -hmm. hey, Cookie, that's a, that's a given. You cannot wait for the storms to be gone. You cannot wait for, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the adverse situations to be off in order to experience peace. So, we, yeah, we want this celebration. We want we want that. But we have to be able to, in this moment of contradiction and contraction and and mm -hmm. slow down, we have to be able to uh, receive tra and transmit, receive and transmit the kingdom. Yeah. We are receiving, yeah, receive and transmit the kingdom, the king's way of doing things, his presence, his um, his overriding presence, mm -hmm. really, because that's what he what he proved when he showed up. It's like the kingdom of God is here. And then he showed that whether it's a blind person, a crippled person, a, a, a demonized person, his kingdom could prevail. And he, you know, spoke about it in his, in his Matthew chapter five. Yeah, if you're wounded in heart, you're weeping. My kingdom is for that. So just everyone be aware. We know so many of you are doing such an amazing job of doing that. I can feel, mm -hmm. kind of feel it by the spirit, feel like the Holy yes. Spirit's telling me that. And so there's a cheer from from heaven and from the Lord for for you doing your part in manifesting the kingdom during a difficult time. And it really speaks to a deeper root system that's developed. And that's the good part from, mm -hmm. uh, especially once we look back that we had to, was between calling it, hold the line, go deeper um, for so long. Yeah. Wasn't a quick victory. Yeah. We're used to, you know, it's like tug a rope you play and it's like, oh, five seconds. And I think we wanted, this is an endurance battle. Yeah, this is like, no, okay. There's a, a stick to itiveness. Like, even though we feel it's just, we're right at the edge of this particular victory. There's like, you know what? However, there's, I think what it's done for us is like, however long it is, we're going to be pulling for freedom and we're going to lock into kingdom, um, do a kingdom mentality for everything. Well, Okay, I wanted to tell y'all, I wanted, speaking of the, um, okay, one loose end in my mind before I talk about that. There is a, um, a way that I just heard the Lord say, he said, it's an option for you to be happy. It's an option for you to be at peace. Like those are real options right now. I know that's kind of a weird way of saying it, but those are options. And sometimes I think we don't think we have the option to be at peace and to be happy. And you do. You always have that option. And um, you can still, you know, ride the roller coaster and do the things, let, let things have their work in you and still have moments where you give yourself permission to be happy before there's a reason to be happy, to be at peace when it looks like there's, you know, not reason to be at peace. So, um, okay. So I was going to tell y'all, and I will put this in the description afterwards, um, a link to ivoterguide.com, I think, or .org. Let me look this up really quick. Um, can you say something while I look this up? <laughs> yeah. Well, it goes with, um, you know, even once you get to local politics, 
and you just don't have an idea. You can no longer just ask the question, Republican okay. or Democrat, because you have rhino Republicans. And, and then there's some that are really not about that. The position, local judge or whatever, is this guy a decent guy or a lady judge is a decent person, whatever. So you need somebody. So there's a resource. There's people who have done uh, the work for yeah. us. And I it's think called it's- ivoterguide.com. I, the letter I, voterguide, G. U-I-D-E dot com. And on there, it says uh, grounded in God, rooted in research. And you can put in your voting address and they will uh, show you what your ballot's going to look like, the things you're going to be asked to vote on. And then you can go click on this map and click on your state and it'll help you understand the amendments. It'll help you understand um, who's running for different offices and things about them. And you know, no matter what happens, vote. No matter what, they are, it means something, if nothing else in the spirit realm, that, that we go on the record with um, our voice. And it, it does reverberate in the spirit realm. I personally am still holding out for 2020 to be addressed before this election. I'm a little suspicious I have, I'm not saying this prophetically. This is just my total opinion. I'm a little suspicious that, that this election is going to be postponed. Um, I'm still planning to vote and we're actually going to vote early um, because we're going to be gone on that day, but um, vote no matter what vote, let your voice be heard. Or have the intention to, as she said, for all, for those of you who know all the stuff going on or some of the stuff in the reports, you know, there's a lot of reasons or two or three really good. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying just okay, suspicious. Ahead, There's two or three good reasons why this particular um, election could be interrupted. Um, and anywhere from postponed, delayed, deferred. Uh, we're into the we're in the change of the ages. It really at this point is up to our director, our director, mm-hmm. God, and how he wants to, to tell this story. And we know where it's going. And so um, there is going to be victory. This is going to be a victory for good over evil. And um, and so in that, you know, whatever by that we mean, we'll say a worst case scenario. We go into election. We find out that the steal happened again. And you're like, no, good didn't triumph over evil. Believe me, where we're at is every evil that gets advanced right now is going to be overturned of, at this measure, at, this, at, at the national level. This is the era of, judge, uh, of justice and the judgment of God is, uh, is ruling and reigning at this time. And this is part of, um, you know, part of the showtime from heaven that's coming is in exposing and whatever short-term victory. It's again, think of Satan thought he had a short-term victory. The cross was not a plan from heaven. You understand that it looked like, and to the disciples, well, it wasn't theoretically a plan. The disciples are like, this is the worst thing ever. They give up, they quit, they deny him in different ways. It doesn't mean they said they hated him, but it was like, it looked like it was a big victory. Mm -hmm. And, and this is, like the 2020 looked like a big, big victory, but that big victory, it looked like it was, has all the foundations for a great overturn that is coming in some way or another. So and, let me ask you a question. Okay. And 
when you answer it, clarify if this is your suspicion, like you're speculating, or, or if this is prophetic, what you're going on the record feeling in your spirit from the Lord. Um, do you think the election is going to go forward as normal? Do you are do I hear you preparing people for? It could be several different possible scenarios, but you're just saying that no matter what, you know that that God's going to get the last word concerning the 2020 election and whatever election happens next, if it's yeah. fraudulent also. Yes. Preparing for all kinds of options. I heard weeks ago that the election was already overturned. I know for sure 100% from heaven standpoint, it was never valid to start with. The 2020 election was overturned. I have also heard and believe and I believe it as a, a through prophetic. a source or well, I, I I heard this from I woke up and I have it's it has been reversed. And I was asking him what was been reversed. He's like the 2020 election. And I believe he was telling me more than just that they have reversed it. I believe we're going to find out that, that, that this came from prophetic um, insight. I believe we're going to find out that the 2020 election was already overturned by the Supreme Court for whatever reason they can't release that information or they have strategically chosen not to or the director uh, you know I know good guys have their own directors and then there's God what he's directing and so I'm not sure how it's all going to um, be be revealed in that kind of way I just the point I continually insist on is President Trump from heaven standpoint is the president even in the natural he's at minimum commander-in-chief, if you understand things that are being said by others. I think earlier on, on somebody told me it was a great show today. I think when our comments on Elijah List, I'm thinking they're speaking, talking to Derek Johnson, having been on with Steve Schultz, and he has, I think, important information um, as regards what's legally going on behind the scenes. But you know, we can get all complicated and busy into the in the weeds yeah. of it all. We just want to stay yep. above it. And anyway, Elizabeth. One so, last question somebody has. Oh, I wow. get confused about whether President Trump is on the good side or just wearing it as a mask. I pray for him either way. So she's wondering if he, if the Lord has disclosed that to the prophets. Yeah, he's on the good side. He for sure is. And does that mean he's perfect? No, but I'm pretty sure none of us are. And um I think he's heroic. I think the level of courage he's shown, the personal risk that he's allowed his family. He didn't have to put his family at risk. He didn't have mm -hmm. to put his income. I think he's lost a billion or two billion in, in this process of the last several years. I think it's a heroic status in heaven, whether he was, you know, he allowed the F word to f fly here or there. The, the, there's a, there's, a level of strength and courage of spirit and soul that he has showcased. I'm sure assisted and helped by God and the Holy Spirit that is so massive that it, he, there is going to be a huge reward for him in heaven for that. It's like if you just understand, I mean, just the pressure we can be put on just trying to give a message defending him and we get deplatformed and mm -hmm. and challenged and we get letters and things like that but can you imagine just being him and and lie after lie after lie 
Russian collusion, this and that and the other. And, you know, and, you know people go, oh, he's not perfectly humble. A perfectly humble doormat type of person. Couldn't have gone through all this. No way yeah. could go. You have to have yeah. a little bit of fire in you. To Some even, thick skin. You know, thick skin sure. and fire. Yeah. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, that's good, honey. Do you want to close? Do you feel to pray? You want me to pray? You feel to pray? You feeling it? <laughs> I can pray. I don't mind either I'm just way. Saying, like here we are, fifty-six minutes. We're almost an hour, just like that. You know? Like, yeah. We're just having fun talking. We could do this another hour or two, but I'm thinking we shouldn't. I think we should pray over our friends. Okay. Let's Hol do them. Holy Spirit, we just ask that your presence would. Um, just come and consume and undergird every single person as they're watching right now. We ask that your, your love would just flow over them like liquid honey, liquid peace, touch them in any ways that they need to be touched right now. And wherever they're, um, they've, gotten stagnant i asked that 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 your love would just move them in ways they haven't been moved maybe in a long time we release the power of your name and your blood jesus into every single physical need that is in their physical bodies yes. where there is weakness brokenness disease we release the healing that you paid for Jesus. And we pray for those that are um, mentally and emotionally challenged right now. You know, you've been in those deepest, darkest places with them. They've never once been alone, even when it felt like they were. God, I ask that you would just um, pull them up out of the pit that they have found themselves in. Just mm. unexplained joy. Yeah. Let it just come right now and just bubble from the inside out. And to the degree that it's connected to things going on in their chemistry and their, their body, their minds, we just release your healing into those places that are deficient. Yes, Jesus. Where there's been chaos, we speak peace to that storm, that mental storm and torment. No more. In the name and the blood of Jesus. Jesus. Father, where there is lack um, of provision, I ask that you would um, release faith to believe that you want to and you can and you will provide. And if there's something, God, that you're asking of them in that process, I ask that they would be able to hear clearly what their part is. In Jesus' name. We love you so much, Father. We are so um, privileged to call you, Father, to yes. be your sons and your daughters. Yes. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for anointing us and giving us favor in countless, countless ways. And we just want to spend our lives and our energy on you and on um, knowing you and making you known. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and we receive your love right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good job. Well, all righty then. Y'all have an 
awesome weekend. And hey, I'm going to be live on Choose Love on Monday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And we're going to have another encounter with the Lord. Come on. So you don't want to miss it. I know they don't want to miss that. I'm going to be right here by myself because he didn't want to do it with me. Well, it's yours. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll be later on. <laughs> I was kidding. He'll be on Elijah streams. You'll get your, your dose of him a little later on Monday. But Unless I yeah. pull her on there because, you know, that could happen at any time, too. Maybe. Maybe if if she accepts, if she chooses love. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Anyway, okay. 8 a.m. Monday morning. Set your little alarm. Get on here with me on Rumble only, okay? No, that'll be so good. All right. Y'all have a great weekend. We love y'all. Have good dreams, God dreams, open heavens, presence over all of you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Bye.